0: What's going on everybody? Adam here from Blacktop Smack Talk, coming to you live from the beautiful city of Seattle, Washington. Well, I'm in Seattle right now. It's nighttime here, but I'm interviewing a special, special, special guest. One I'm super looking forward to. Uh, He's out, you know, it's early in the Philippines right now. He's just getting ready to go about his day and has to practice for the Gilas National Squad. Uh, for the Philippines, I'm a huge fan. I'm honored to have special guest point guard for Gilas, Kifer Ravena.
1: What's up, Adam? What's up, guys? What's up, Blacktop? Uh, you know, pleasure to be here. Finally, we made this happen. Uh, man, we pulled strings together. And yeah. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, I- I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you again. Um, first and foremost, how's uh, how's just the day to day, you guys have been practicing. Uh, it's been a couple months because you guys went to Europe. Yep. You guys went yes. to China. Right yeah. Now you're back in the Philippines. You have a couple games next week, or in a couple days, I believe. You, uh, you have some closed scrimmages. How's the the training in the last week been for, or not in the last week? In the last like month or so, been.
1: Uh wait sorry there you go. Uh, well it's been you know, it's been a little hectic it's a little bit uh hard now tough uh schedule wise you know we have to squeeze in a lot of practices together uh probably as you guys uh, have seen or read somewhere else uh you know the team is, has finally been complete you now with, with Jordan Clarkson coming in guy Soto coming in as well um uh, you know a lot of uh, bumps along the way but I felt like we were able to make things happen. I felt like we were able to make the most out of the time that we were allowed to practice together as a team. Uh Europe trip, China tournaments, uh a lot of uh, games together as a group. I think that was the most important part, you know, trying to build uh chemistry, trying to build uh you know, what we say is, you know, we have to know uh each other, how we, how we play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's gonna be our biggest advantage. You know, there's a lot of physical disadvantages coming into the World Cup. You know, playing against bigger, stronger uh, right. uh, guys, and I I feel like our teamwork, uh, you know, the brotherhood. That's 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 what's gonna make us compete. Uh, this coming World Cup.
0: Definitely, definitely. So, um. Dating back, uh, you've had a you had a storied college career, high school and college career in the Philippines. Um, uh, uh, over at Antonino, um, you were a two-time U A A P champion and a U, a two-time U A A P MVP. You're only the tenth player in history to be, you know, a two a two-time MVP. So, just talk about the experience, because early in your college career, right off the bat champion two times then as your career progressed you didn't your team didn't have as much success but you enjoyed a lot more individual success so talk about that uh for talk about that
1: oh well yeah yeah uh you know out here basketball is really big it's so big you know uh i'm sure you got people here uh that can really attest to it on how passionate basketball is here in uh, the Philippines uh, ever since when I was in high school uh, you know surrounded by the hype and you know the pressure of really performing uh, I think that's what made it uh, a lot of fun for me uh, being able to rise above you know expectations yeah. and, and things like that uh, in the first part of college uh, you know having a strong team uh, winning back-to-back championships. Uh, from the get-go, you know, it was something that I'm really proud of, and something that I really carry on till this day. Uh, knowing that you know I was part of an historic run for my university, and then you know towards the tail end of my career, you know, thinking professionally, this is something that I want to do. Uh, and like towards the end, I just I was just working on the things that I feel like I was gonna bring to the table. Whatever yeah. team that I was going to put in, you know, I was working on my reads. I was working on my pick and roll. I was working on my shooting and things like that. And like we all say, you know, hoopers, you know, the hard work never gets unnoticed. Uh, you know what I mean? And, you know, blessed enough to get, you know, back-to-back MVPs, even though we weren't able to win championships. But I would definitely trade it for championships, for sure. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, I think I was in a position where I was just I had to play very well to give my team a chance to to win, and not just me, everybody else. But you know the burden was there, and I was I, at the end of the day, I was very glad that I shared uh, the floor with some of my best friends, uh, and, and even until now, you know we, we we share stories together, we share our experiences together uh playing for Ateneo and yeah it was a cool experience man
0: oh definitely definitely so you finished your you finished your story college career and what a lot of your fans or a lot of people don't really understand and this is kind of how I got word of you is you ended up coming out to the states yeah so I you, did I did you played uh you were you are one of the only Filipino-born players to participate or, you know, practice in the G League with yeah. the Texas Legends. How did – what what went behind going to the G League? Or was it the D League at the time? Yeah, it was definitely the D League okay. at the time. So what – what? Was, yeah, what went into that?
1: Uh, it was just, you know, I, I feel like it was just a lot of, uh, you know, the dream, uh, the real dream of uh, making it to the league one day. Uh, you know, we all carry that uh, that 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 dream, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I just felt like I didn't want to give myself any regrets whether I didn't try it, I didn't make it. At least I know, you know, I gave myself a shot. Uh-huh. You know, put myself in that uh, that uh position where I can control things. You know, my effort, the way I play, and you know, I just gave it my best. Basically, you know, it all rooted from a from a dream of mine. Uh, to really play and make it to the NBA. Uh, it didn't happen, though. But, uh, you know, again, like what I said, you know, it was something really personally for me, wherein I didn't want to leave anything behind and no regrets.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and another thing, too, what, what a lot of your fans out here in the States don't really remember either is you played in the famous Pro-Am, the Drew League. Um yeah, talk about, yeah, talk about that experience. Oh man, that was
1: crazy. You know, growing up, we were just hearing about it, you know. It was it was it was like a it was like a, a summer all star game for everybody, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all, all, all the off season work come in, NBA guys. Uh for people back home here in the Philippines, the closest we got to the Drew League is YouTube. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, so, yeah. uh, that's how we knew about it. That's how we watched it. Not even games. We just watched highlights.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so being able to actually be part of the culture, uh, man, that was a great experience.
0: How'd you do? Did you do good?
1: Um. Yeah, I think I scored like eight points. Uh, you know, played a little. Uh, fortunate enough to be like a late add in, played yeah. two games. Uh, for a team uh, and yeah the, I mean it was a overall just a surreal feeling knowing that you know
0: during my younger
1: days I was just watching this thing on 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 YouTube now yeah. that I'm part of it you know part of the show it was it was great
0: definitely so you know playing you know practicing with the Texas Legends and then playing a couple of games in the Drew League well how did that help you grow your game? You know, you're a point guard, uh, uh, real savvy point guard, you know, can see the floor and can shoot. But what did that do for you in your basketball game, like playing against the talent out here in the States?
1: Uh, I think the the biggest thing that it was able to contribute to my career, it's not even anything skill related. It was really more on my mental thing. Uh it really opened my eyes on how far I was when it comes to like top level competition. I mean, so it allowed me to really see myself where I was and where I want to be and allowed me to take a step back and see what I needed to do. And a big part of that was changing my mindset. You know, I can't be taking days off. Yeah, Uh, I had to put in the hours, put in the blood, sweat and tears and have an edge knowing that I'm not the best uh in terms of you know physical gifts. I'm not the tallest, strongest, quickest, mm-hmm. things like that. I have to find an edge. And that experience really helped me uh find my edge that I knew. It was really more of up here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely.
1: So yeah, so that's how it allowed me to, you know, grow as a player and as a person as well.
0: Definitely. It must have just given you all kinds of confidence. Mm-hmm. All For kinds sure. of confidence. Cause you know, you're one of the premier um point guards and players out in the Philippines. You come back here to the you know, you come back to the states and then you realize like, okay, I'm not the big man on campus. Like I'm not, sure. you know, the, the superstar. So just and, being able and to
1: like, and also like actually like when I would I would look back you know back in 2016 that was 2016 that was yeah, like yeah. seven years ago yeah so looking back m- maybe in 2018 2019 I wasn't really able to uh reap what I sowed uh during that time in 2016 but definitely now uh in 2022 2023 I in Japan that's when I feel it that's why when people ask me it's like why did you go there why did you go there it's like yeah. like deep in like deep inside me is like you know when you see my game that's why I went there you know what I mean yeah. but You're I never right. I never I never really tell it to them uh if I was I, I'm always you know it's all about for the dream but now that you know I'm all a little more mature when it comes to basketball now and having that experience back in 2016 I can say that you know it's this is this is the time where I'm I, I'm I'm reaping all everything. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, sometimes it takes a little bit of experience. You, you sometimes you gotta go through some certain things to kind of help you grow and, ev- and evolve. So that's good. So you're um, you know, uh, you went in the number two pick in the PBA draft, uh, to NLEX. Um, you played four seasons in the in the PBA. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you were a one-time All Star. You guys got to the semifinals in 2018. Yeah. Uh, just how would you describe your time in the PBA? Uh, I know uh, was time it was during I COVID. Guess, it was during COVID. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: the biggest part. That was yeah. the biggest part. You know, I would say, I was just about to say, uh, it was short-lived. Uh, you know, my father was a PBA player, long-time PBA player. Mm-hmm. Uh, played played pros for Played in the pros for 14 years. So growing up, that was the dream, dude. Like that was that was really the dream. Um, and being able to fulfill that, being number two, uh, overall pick, you know, I have a uh, one up on my dad. He was third overall. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, man, it was just a, a a really unfortunate time where you know I was in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, you know, it was a lot of there were a lot of uncertainties. Uh, and basketball was actually the least of it. You know, we had to survive, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, you know, we had to really think about you know the daily, the, the daily things. Not even basketball, right? I'm sure a lot of people can relate as well during those times. Uh, but slowly but surely, when things were getting better. Uh, but at the same time, now during those times, basketball was uncertain. You know, a lot of protocols, a lot of rules, regulations. Uh, of, of government policies, uh, which made it a little uh, difficult in terms of making decisions for my career moving forward. Right, That's why I was able to, you know, come up to, you know, an opportunity to go overseas, play in Japan, play, play for something that, uh, that will allow me to have a better opportunity uh, in my career uh, personally. So, you know, I have no... Uh, I have nothing bad to say about the PBA, uh, because you know it, it, it was my home for four seasons, like you said, and hopefully when time comes where I get to go back, uh, and play in front of my hometown with my in front of my people, yeah, you know, hopefully it'll still be the same.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, you you were a part of a group. Uh, your brother, Thirty Ravenna, uh, Bobby Ray Parks um, Kobe Paras, um, uh, you guys were a part of a group that all made the transition to the B-League, to Japan. Um, when you, for you personally, what, I know you had talked, you alluded to earlier about, you know, a decision to, to move on, but was there any, were there any other countries that that were showing interest in you or like in any, Anything in Europe? Anything? Any other uh, countries in Asia? No, I,
1: I think, I think it was just Japan, just because okay. you know they were the first ones to actually open their doors when it comes to like Asian imports.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, we did it before in in the Philippines, but it didn't last so long. But yeah, I, I think it was really just Japan, and now Korea, Taiwan, uh, everything's opening it up. Uh, it's very, you know, it's it, it, it's a good. Uh, future, especially for the younger generations, uh, that they get to you know go around, uh, see where their see where their uh, talents take them, and put down all boundaries that you know if you you're born in one country that's the only country you can play in you know what I mean yeah so especially out here in Asia uh so I think that's a that's a big part where. We were especially 30. He was the first one to head out and really break the boundaries. And yeah, yeah. So,
0: I mean, you're uh, you played two seasons so far, and you've I've watched I've been able to watch like replays of games, like actual full games. So, I've actually been able to watch some games, and I like how you're playing. It's different than in the PBA, and I'm gonna ask you this in a sec like, you know, for your both seasons, you're averaging about. Uh, almost twelve points and about five assists. We're, in the PBA, you're averaging almost close to twenty points, about yeah. four or five assists. What would you say the difference is playing in the league? From my from watching you, and I've you know been watching you following your career a while, it seems like you're more like a general in Japan. Yeah. You're more uh, like initiating the offense, getting your teammates involved, yeah, scoring sure. when you need to, as opposed to when you're in the PBA, you're look to score for a little score first but then you're still getting your teammates involved but you're scoring a little bit more so what would you say the the difference between those two leagues are
1: um well I think the first one you know the game itself you know we play 10 minute games in, in in Japan we played 12 in the PBA so those eight minutes in one game you know that's 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 one player's burn an entire game. Yeah. And that's that makes a whole, a whole, whole different scenario. So on the things that you can do, you can contribute and everything else. And I think you know a big part of it is like the roles. Uh, in the PBA, you know, sometimes especially when it's like all Filipino, there's more load on on, on you. You gotta mm. score, do this, right. do yeah. that, even more. And but in Japan, you know, we have three imports uh two 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 can play together and then locals who can actually hoop as well yeah so it's actually better cuz you know you can you know be efficient as long as you know how to that's why i guess that's why the roles really change and that's where the difference comes in you know i think my role in you know the two leagues is really different probably i would say it's uh night and day
0: yeah yeah.
1: You know, uh. But that, that that that's why you know I guess especially also when it comes to the national team I guess a lot of people misunderstand uh like like how my role is yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> when they got used to you know Ateneo the PBA, scoring this and that but when it comes to the national team and internationally um it's like the best of the best you know I just have to find a place. Where I could play in and I feel like being aggressive and setting my, my teammates up is where I'm most effective at and where I'm most needed. That's why, you know, uh, that's where I put myself.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd, uh,
1: instead of like trying to just score and score and score and join the party, you know, I know I have four other guys on the floor with me who's capable of doing that or even more. So that's where I come in as a point guard and try to balance myself and, uh, you know, to those who understand uh the the game,
0: yeah. Uh that's where how
1: I play, I come in.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um is so are you are you just looking at your career right now just one season at a time? So you know, I know you re-signed for this upcoming season. Uh you know, you guys unfortunately got relegated to the second division in Japan. And then you had said uh last month on the, the six man podcast that you, uh, your team has to make the finals in order to yeah. to go back up go back. Yeah. So is it is it just like you know one season at a time? You're just trying to figure it out, or you know, or is it, And then what's the what's the? Do you I have guess, more?
1: I guess you know that's how one way to put it. Take it one season at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, to really focus in, you know, the important stuff, which is you know, go back to be one. And we'll see where we go from there. I mean, yeah. the important part is now that, you know, after the World Cup, I'm heading back to Japan, uh, see how everything goes, try to take a little rest from the World Cup. And then, yeah, I'm excited to be part of the team again. <clears throat> it's been a while, and every every season is a challenge now that we have a heavier challenge in front of us. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a good journey again for each and every one of us, especially from the lessons that we learned from last year. Uh, and yeah, man. I mean, we're hooping, You know, there's yeah. nothing else more fun than that. You know, you you get to play basketball, you get to compete, and you get to you know do something that you love. Definitely. Hey, brother. Let me let me just uh get back to the call. I'ma just do something real quick. Uh, I'ma message you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let's just like uh give me like ten minutes, ten minutes, and then yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. hop on a call. Yeah, Is yeah. That okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. All right. Sorry, brother. Wait, oh, you good? Up. Just ten minutes. Yeah, you good? Okay. Uh, so yeah, um, we you had talked about um those differences in the in the BJ league and then in the Philippines. So you know, like I said, we we also talking about how you was resigned you know, for this upcoming season, hoping to get you guys back up to the first yeah. division. What what are some goals like for the future? I'm obviously going back to the PBA is one. What else is a? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any other like you wanna play in another country or like a in a mm-hmm. different league or what are some goals for your playing career. Uh, yeah. Well
1: well I think right now, you know, uh I feel like you know I I've I found a home in in, in Japan. Uh, having an opportunity to play there, represent the country, uh, you know, in, 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 in a different uh, uh, country as well. Having that pride that you you carry, you know. Uh, there's just a few of us out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, you know, it grows, you know, hopefully the family grows. Uh, I mean, opening up doors for the future generation of basketball players. Uh, different uh, ways to inspire the youth. Uh, you know how we are. We're we're getting old already, so we gotta make sure that you know the the retirement plan is set in uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in terms of in terms of the future. And I I feel like you know this is the best move for my career, staying overseas, uh, and you know just having a, an opportunity to be be a better player, be a better person, uh, and, and and inspiring other people as well, bro. I think that's my main goal uh, down the road. You know, uh, once I hang off the sneakers, you know, I, I I would like to say that I was able to change the game uh, back home uh, in more ways than one uh, for, for the basketball culture.
0: Definitely, definitely. So something <clears throat> I find incredibly, like, it's just such an incredible feat is you were the first Filipino athlete to be on Team Jordan. Um. I know in the 6 man podcast uh you had touched briefly on how that came about so was that something that um the the representatives from team Jordan were kind of like recruiting you or did they get in touch with your like with your agent uh, and and your people uh, or how did that come about
1: I would say you know it was a it was a a long process uh Just because you know, I never really imagined that Jordan would actually get somebody from the Philippines, lo and behold, uh, even so, me, you know what I mean. So, growing up, you know, I've been part of Nike for the longest time Uh, since I was 13 years old. I'm going on my 17th year with them now. Oh, wow! So, yeah, so uh, I guess that that's that was a big, uh, big chunk of it on how it came about. Uh, We all know, you know, Jordan and Nike under one umbrella, but different brands. Uh, So, you know, the people uh, in Nike, I was able to build a relationship with. And luckily, you know, around that time when things were unfolding, you know, Jordan was looking to expand into the market. You're in the Philippines, you know, putting up the Jordan store. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they wanted to get an athlete who would actually represent their uh, their brand, uh, their 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 mission, uh, and you know I was able to to be part of it, uh, blessed beyond uh, everything. You know to be able to be part of that brand uh, that I was just dreaming. You know because it became a full circle moment to be to be honest. Because my first ever sneakers were Jordan Nines when I was a kid. You know yeah, I still yeah. have them. I still have them framed at home. Uh, we were uh, you know father and son Jordan Nines. Uh, uh, so w- when I told them the story that this was my first ever basketball St. Chris, uh, it was full circle, bro. You know, you know how, how life works. And, uh, again, you know, I can't be more grateful, uh, to be part of a brand that we all
0: look up to. Definitely. Definitely. Um, just, Uh, I just have a couple more questions, man. I appreciate you. I know you have so much going on with training and the national team and everything. I just have a few more things. Um, You know, we, we touched briefly in the beginning about um, the preparation for the world cup. One of the biggest events in the Philippines um, to ever be take place in the Philippines. So as you've been seeing your team progress, since you guys were in Europe to China and now you have the team, uh, fully, you know, with, uh, Kai Soto, uh, healthy, um, Scotty Thompson is healthy and now, uh, Jordan Clarkson is there as a point guard. Are you able to talk to coach Reyes about things you've seen, you know, cause you're, you know, you're kind of running, you're, uh, you know, you're like an extension of him, you know. So, are you able to kind of give what, you know, yeah. talk to him about like what you're seeing sure. out here and what you think the team needs to improve on and, and, yeah. how, you know, you guys can improve and get better? Um,
1: oh, for sure, for sure. I think that's the, the, the one of the greatest dynamics that we have as a team. Probably, you know, I'm one of the more vocal ones, I would say. So some of my teammates would see something, tell it to me, then I just relay it to coach. It doesn't necessarily have to just be me and uh, what I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like what you said, you know, as an extension of the coach with me and Scotty, uh, it's it's a matter of, you know, communicating and being on one page. And we talked about it, we touched it in the uh, at the start. Where one of our biggest advantages will be teamwork, uh, being a uh, being a family in the team. Mm-hmm. So, and we have to be in one page in the, you know, the smallest of things, the smallest of details, because we have very little room for error uh, in the World Cup. You know, yeah, it's the high like what you said, bro. Like it's the highest stage when it comes to basketball, right after the Olympics. So, mm-hmm. uh, and to be part of it. And hold it here in our home soil it's 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 something to you know to be proud of, and at the same time, the pressure's there, all eyes on us, whoever's gonna play and you know uh we have to be in one page, you have to yep. sail towards the right direction, and communication will be very, very key and that's one of the greatest things in our team right now. Uh, We're open to everything, you know. the 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 competitiveness uh, brings out fire in each and every one of us. No one wants to lose. Uh, You know, it may not look good when we talk talk to each other. You know, Uh, we see us shouting at one another, uh, saying this and that to one another. But you know, as a hooper, bro, you know, you know, it's all part of the game. Yeah, you know, you know, it's it's all part of the game, and nobody wants to lose. Nobody's, uh, everybody's setting their egos aside and that's one way of showing that you're a team is if you take what one teammate will tell you. And at the same time, uh, if, if he can, you know, show props to you, you know, that's being a great teammate as well.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about, you know, uh, one of my friends who's on the team, uh, Jamie okay. Uh You've got to play with him a little bit now um for some from for some gilas events and just talk about him as a as you know what he brings to the team you know i know he's a lot real athletic brings a lot of energy but playing with him what do you what do you what does he bring to the table in your perspective
1: oh man uh you call him jo uh and J.O. brings a lot to the table. Uh, physically, you know, he's one of the most athletic players I've ever played with. Uh, you know, can dribble the ball, complete package, you know, to shoot, drive to the hoop. And, you know, playing with Tim Coe now with Inebra, he definitely increased his knowledge for the game. Playing alongside L.A., uh, Scotty, Stanley Pringle, the Vets. Mm-hmm. Um, he was able to improve his game even more, and that's what's great about Jo. You know, he never stops improving. i uh, not gonna lie; he's always late, though. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like what I said, you know, the future is bright for the for 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 him. Um, and so it's only gonna go up. Like you know, you know him better than I do. I played with him now more and more than, uh, than I will. I'm used to, uh, with, with the national team, but man, like his upside is incredible. Uh, he, he gets to get more international games underneath him. He's going to be a mainstay for the national team for years to come because he's what, what? 25, 26 now, uh, 20, 26, 27, something like that.
0: around but, that, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Around that age. But you know, he, he's not even in his peak of, of, of his performance and body yet. So uh, as long as he doesn't get late, he he's gonna be fine.
0: <laughs> Definitely, and uh, one more thing about Gila's. Obviously, um, you know, you guys have an NBA player on the team. Uh, Phil in Jordan Clarkson. Uh, you played with him. Uh, last year, uh, in the um, in the qualifiers, you played two games with him. Um, what? What's it like playing with with him? I know he brings so much attention and, you know, he brings so much to the team. But based off of an outside perspective, from my outside, he seems like he just fits in with you guys. Yeah. He's real selfless. For sure.
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, I mean, for sure. For sure, bro. Like, even if you ask Jamie, uh, he's so easy to be around with. mm -hmm. Uh, You won't hear anything, you know. He doesn't even actually feel that he's an NBA player, to be honest. Uh, he doesn't give that vibe, you know, in, you know, you have to treat him special or different than everybody else. And I think it says a lot of your character, you know what I mean? Like, it says a lot of how much you want to be with us, you know, you, yeah. if you're able to uh, blend in from day one. Uh, you know, everybody was uh, speculating of him not being able to come anymore or not having enough time to actually blend with the team.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
1: you know personally i was actually surprised at how he was quick on picking up plays and uh you know knowing no, knowing how to be with one another and just gets to show how uh great of a basketball player he is and even a greater person uh, cuz you know it's difficult you know it's a different yeah. culture it's a different uh but he he never really felt never really made us feel that he was an nba player which is which is great
0: yeah yeah oh, that's, but
1: sometimes but sometimes but but sometimes in practice we can't help but you know god damn, damn this is yeah. like jesus <laughs> christ like i never thought of that move yeah like yeah i mean sometimes we, we, we can't help it but yeah we just have to hide it properly <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely definitely all right so my last couple questions just some quick hitters first thing that comes to your head um and again man just before i get to these i just want to reiterate how much I appreciate your time, bro. Oh, I appreciate it, man. It was man. good.
1: It was it was nice to
0: yeah. finally make
1: this thing happen, brother. Oh, yeah,
0: man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fun, for sure. Okay, so being a part of Team Jordan, what is your favorite Jordan shoe to play in?
1: Uh, to play in Jordan 37 lows. The 37 lows, lows. okay. Yeah, okay.
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, your favorite off-court shoe obviously from brand Jordan. I know you said the, I, okay. So from the six man podcast, I think you said the nines, the fours, the, the space jams, the calm. Yeah, and yeah, I, forgot, I, I would, I forgot what I, the last I would, one. Was.
1: I would say, you know, off court, I would say the Jordan one lows and the free. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the three's one, the Jordan, the one, the one lows and the breeze lifestyle, just because, you know, they're classic timeless, right? Mm-hmm. With whatever you're, you're wearing. You know, t-shirt, shorts, jeans, you know, everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you were to take yourself, if you were to take yourself, say to like the Drew League or a, or a big open run, and you can pick four of your former teammates, who would you, who would you take?
1: Uh, I would take. Uh, I would take JC. I'll take JC uh, with me. Uh, I'd say thirty. Uh, I'd get Kai Soto and uh, who else as a center? As a four, I would probably get four spot. Killing me, but for, for for the culture, I'll take Jo with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love I'll it. I'll take
1: Jo. I'll take Jo I love with it.
0: I love it. And and the last one, I like to ask all my guests, you know, being basketball players, we've had, you know, you guys have had to guard really good players. So who is the toughest player that you've ever had to match up with that you had to guard?
1: Pierre Pierre Jackson, easily.
0: Oh, Pierre Jackson. Oh, that's a cool. Yeah. Pierre
1: Jackson, easily.
0: Yeah, you know, because like sometimes,
1: sometimes you will get matched up on switches, but they're not really my matchup. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I had to guard Pierre. I had to guard Pierre for thirty minutes. You know what I mean, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Pierre, easy. Oh, not yeah, not even close. Oof. you we, we, we all know how how P Jack is. Yeah,
0: no, super. Oh yeah, super athletic. <laughs> I mean, even he's still athletic now, but pre injury. Oh my gosh, yeah. Ooh, uh, you know, you know who
1: I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah all right uh well that about does it man Kiefer I can't again I'm so grateful for this opportunity to sit down and interview you I'm, I've am i been a huge fan of yours I told you off or off air that you know I've been following you for a while and I'm a, I'm a huge fan I'm a big supporter of yours man I
1: appreciate it brother. Uh,
0: yeah yeah man so I can't thank you enough for your time I've been I've been looking online to try to find a Kiefer Ravenna jersey, man, so I can rock <laughs> in the United states. But I'm sure,
1: hey, man. Well, probably I'm gonna send some for Jo when he gets home. I'll okay. make sure he. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna leave him one.
0: Okay, uh, I'd appreciate that, man. And next time, yeah, you know, sure. next next summer, if you if you're going to Portland again, if you make your way to Seattle, oh man, for sure, dinner. will do. We'll me. do. Yeah, dinner. I will. On I will. Me. I will. Yeah, dinner. Thank on you, me brother. Sure. All right. I appreciate Avena. it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Adam from Blacktop Smack Talk signing off. Thank you. Thank you.